Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically performing preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed great to peace everyone it's your man t barlow with another episode of bars yes i know it's been few and far between these shows i just gotta tell you man you know gotta take priorities man you got praise be to god i have a family and doing a family thing, but we're able to return to you tonight with a very special guest. I guess all my guests are special, but we have somebody who is practically a legend in the game on the line, and wow. it's our brother in the faith. Yeah, you are. You know you are. Uh, believe in Stephen himself, Stephen Brendel. Can you say what's up to the people for me, sir? What's up, all the people? What's good? How y'all doing tonight? Blessed to be here Yeah. on the show. Yeah, man. So, it's awesome, man. So I'm so glad to have you on the show. Uh, you know, uh, like I said, man, you like you're one of the guys. You know, when when uh, you know, like when we talk about who are some of the some of the best as far as like uh, Christian rappers go, you're you're just one of the names that uh that that have come up. So I mean, I, I think this would be a wonderful opportunity for anybody who don't know, man, to just to kind of uh, hear a little bit about. You. So like, what, what what would you like the people to know about you? What is what's some of the uh, something to just to get the palate wet for the listener? Okay, yeah. So I think I would like I would like the people to uh, be aware of just the lane in which I feel God has called me to be in is a lane in which I'm trying to minister to people who have gone through trials and suffering and brokenness. Um, that's something God put on my heart when I first started rapping for the Lord back in 2004. So it's been about 15 years now, um, and so that that's who. I'm mainly trying to make music for, as well as people who appreciate creative, heartfelt lyricism. And so that, that's the lane that God has called me on. And so I just wanted to let listeners just be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I noticed, like, for example, like, every so often, like, you put out, like, a, uh, you, you're, like, you're probably, like, a freestyle video, right? 
Yeah. Yep. Just straight. I mean, and 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 what you're doing is straight off the top of the LED. It doesn't look like you write any of that for those videos. No, those are all yeah. no, not not written strictly off the top. And some dudes from uh, Reform Bars have challenged me. Like they'll put up a challenge, like, "Hey, rhyme over this beat," and like, "Hey, you know, Steven, will you spit over this beat?" And I'm like, "Okay," and just do a straight freestyle. I think it's something that's an art that's a little bit lost um, as far as true freestyling, meaning not anything written down, you know what I'm saying? Just coming off the top of the dome, off the cup. Uh, one other thing. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, I feel like, like we, we've kind of changed the, over the years, like that meaning is meant to say, hey, yo, freestyle just means whatever it is that comes from you as opposed to whatever it is that's coming off the top of your head and, and so forth. But like, yeah, you, you, you kind of took it back to the essence of that, man. So, yeah, but I didn't mean to interrupt you, though. Go ahead, what were you going to say? No, that's cool. Like, I don't mind people calling a freestyle something that's an unattached verse or something that's not on your album. But it just gets confusing when an artist calls it a freestyle and people say, oh, do you, like, and they'll say, oh, I just came up with that on the spot when you know it's so intricate and so deep like they did it. Like, for example, Black Thought, he was on a um, show, I think it was like Funkmaster Flex or something, and he went in with super intricate rhyme scheme, like six, seven syllables, ill punchlines for like seven minutes straight. And they were like, was that a freestyle? And he was like, yeah. And people were going nuts thinking like, oh, he just made that up on the spot in which any rapper knows that's not true. And it just can confuse the listener. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. that that's my only issue with that is if people want to say, hey, this beat, this verse is not on my album. I'm going to call it a freestyle. Go ahead. But when people say, hey, did you write it? Just be honest. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, so I, I just I, wanted I, to touch would, base on that. Yeah. That's yeah, weird, because like, I, don't, I don't see any shame in it and say, like, yo, this is just a little something I've been working on, check it out, and then dropping it. You know, because, yeah. I, I mean, granted, it may not be off the top of your head, but, you know, you don't, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just me because, and maybe I'm biased because I'm not not that great of a freestyler. I think I have, like, my moments where, for some odd reason, it's like I go Super Saiyan, and then, like, it's like it's like Gohan in the beginning. You know, like, like he has this really big burst of power, but it only lasts like about like 10, 15 seconds. And then like after that, it's like, oh, he's really a weakling. You know, like that's how I yeah. do it when I freestyle, you know. But like if I was to sit down and write, you know, that, I mean, I put a lot of thought into what I write. I don't think there's any shame in, in, in writing my own, you know, your own stuff, especially when you write it. You know, like I think there's shame in that ghost writers, but, but you know, that, I'm, that's, I think that's another topic. That's my opinion. You know, I, just, I think it's shameful for you to have a ghostwriter, but to be able to sit down and write your own thing and, 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 and come up with with concise thoughts, with rhyme schemes and multi-syllabic patterns and, and so forth. You know, there's a genius to that, too. It's a different type of genius than the, than the freestyler. The freestyler has a, it's just a different genius, and both should be respected. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree, man. And, and one other thing... Some listeners might know, others might not, is that I'm a strength and conditioning coach. So that's like my full-time job. That's where I'm at um, early in the morning until, you know, usually like 6, 6.30 at night is I'm training athletes. And um, it's a passion of mine. It's something I love doing. I like training myself. I like training athletes. So when I'm not rapping, I'm not, you know, at a church function or whatever, 
that's normally where I'm at is um, in the weight room or at a game with one of my teams. Yep, yep. Yeah, I can dig it though, man. That, that's really cool. So, so man, tell me about a little bit if you can, man. Like, like uh, kind of about like your uh, your upbringing a little bit, man. Like, were you brought up in the church? Was uh was conversion something that you experienced like in your teens or your early adult life? Like, what what does that what does that look like for you? <laughs> um, yeah. So I grew up in Pittsburgh and in a broken home. Um, my parents divorced when I was real young, and they actually divorced uh, over issues um with the church actually and so from there my mom had custody and um but I, I would, how do i say this my dad was still a part of that same church um and he wanted us it, there was a lot of legalism involved he wanted us to be raised in that way and my mom kind of wasn't feeling all that legalism so she wanted to raise us a different way um, but long story short was during my childhood, I knew about Jesus and about God and biblical stories, but I didn't know like, man, I have, I'm a sinner and I've really rebelled against God and I've done a lot of messed up things until, uh, I felt like I seen the actuality of my depravity in high school where I try to fit in with the crowd and I try to try to blend in and uh, eventually started um, partying and um, drinking a whole lot of binge drinking, smoking and doing a lot of vandalism as well. Like I had a crew I would roll with that we called ourselves, this was before like Marshawn Lynch and all, and all that. We called ourselves the Beast Mode crew. This was back in like 2000, 2001 and there was a um, slowly but surely God was, was starting to um, bring about some conviction because there was just different events that like I woke up and I was like, "Dag, this is not how stuff is supposed to go for me or this is not who I am. And like I got in a fight with one of my roommates one time and I was like, man, this is my, this is my dude. Like, how am I getting in a fight with this guy? This is like, some of this partying and drinking and stuff is getting out of control. And then, you know, most people know that my bro older brother is uh, Timothy, Timothy Brindle, and he was wilding out doing all types of drugs, selling drugs, um, rhyming as a battle rapper, as a secular rapper. And he went to church one day in the fall of 2001, and this was um, like right before 9-11. And his, he was supposed to meet his girlfriend there, and his girlfriend stood him up, actually, and didn't go to church. And he went, and he heard the gospel and repented on the spot. It was like a solid Tarsus conversion. And he, I talked to him on the phone, and um, he was like, yeah, man, I've been in the Word. He's like, I just encourage you to be in the Word. I know I doubted it before, but now I think this stuff is really real. And so before I had really just read... Um, there was this Bible called the Picks Bible, and it was like a comic book Bible. It was it was legit, like in that the stories were accurate, but it was just like comic book style. So I had never really took the time to actually read the Word. In my freshman year of college, I read the Word um, from front to back during that year, and I realized I was a sinner. I was I realized I was in need 
of the cross, in need of Christ, in need of grace. I realized I couldn't work for my salvation. I couldn't earn my salvation. And then slowly but surely, the Lord started bringing different fellowship my way. Because that was something I was like, man, I, I'll be in the Word, but I felt so isolated. And then in college um, at the University of Delaware, God started bringing more and more fellowship my way. And then ever since, uh, I've been involved in the Christian hip-hop community. And have had my ups and downs. But uh, the Lord has kept me. The Lord has been faithful. The Lord has given, shown me much grace, much mercy. So in... In a nutshell, um, I grew up with like knowing about religion, but not really knowing Christ. And God really used the word um, to help bring about that conviction. Praise God, man. That's that's, uh, that's dope, man. Like, you certainly thank God for uh, for salvation. Yeah, I mean, you've been preaching through Romans, and I keep trying to make, make sure that people know and understand that, yo, when you think about what you were uh, before, before, uh, before God saved you, and you understand that, like, yo, like, like, he could have left us to the sin that we love, but instead he, uh, showed some mercy to us, and, uh, and, uh, yeah. and, and saved us, you know, changed our hearts, and so forth, you know, and that's, I, I've been really trying to drive that home to, uh, to, like, the congregation, uh, and, you know, saying whatnot, um, as a, um, as a Christian, I want to ask you something, like, I actually experienced something last night, but, uh, and I'm gonna try to make this story, a long story short, but there was a guy, who said that he says one of the greatest mistakes that Christian rappers do is they preach too much of, is they rap too much about Jesus. How does that statement make you feel? Yeah, I, don't, I gotta know the context more because I don't want to. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So, so <clears throat> all right. So, I guess man, I like this. Like, so, I was um, I had shared uh, a song to. Um, so like, it was like one of those videos where they would critique the songs and whatnot, right? And uh, yeah. the song was called Beautiful. The song was called Beautiful Jewel, and you know, and it's basically talking about how you know I strive to preach, you know, how, how I strive to bring uh, hope to the hopeless. And so we start off by talking about all of these real life problems uh, that that people go through, depression and uh, the self harm, the drinking, and stuff like that, right? And I went into talking about um, Jesus. And he was, and he made it sound like, yo, man, like, look, I don't. He said, when I hear Christian music, uh, he said, when I hear Christian rappers, man, they always lose when they start talking too much about Jesus. Like, he's like, I don't want to feel like I'm listening to Christian music when I listen to a Christian rapper. I mean, this, this is practically what he said. He, he, I mean, now I'm not gonna throw this other rapper's name out there because I don't want to make it look like I'm bashing this rapper. But he said, man, there's another Christian rapper that he knows. He's actually pretty well known. On a, on a pretty well-known label, he said, it's another Christian rapper that he knows, uh, and he said, he and this rapper, he, he and this rapper had this conversation, and he says, man, he loves listening to his music, because he feels like, when he, he doesn't feel like he's listening to Christian rap when he's listening to him. Uh, so, like, as an artist, as, as, as the type of artist that you are, man, like, I'm, I'm just curious, man, like, like, would you feel like, I don't know, like, how, how would that, how, how would you feel if somebody was listening to your music and didn't know that they were listening to a Christian? Like, like, do yeah. you see that being possible? Um, I know good question, man. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's a really good question, and I'm, I try to be up on the culture and what cats are saying and everything. And I think where certain cats are trying to come from is, I've heard cats say this before, like, hey, 
when I listen to music, I don't want to be preached to. I don't want to feel like I'm listening to a sermon. If I want to listen to a sermon, I'm going to go listen to a sermon. But if I want to just hear some lyrics, I just want to hear some lyrics and I just want to kick back. And in a certain sense, I get what they're saying and as far as like what mood you're in. Like for instance, if I'm in a mood where I feel like being taught, yeah, I want to hear some didactic music that's going to be teaching me. If I'm trying to lift and I'm trying to get height, I might want to listen to something that's getting me height um, or some different artists that, that'll kind of like, the beats are knocking and things, stuff like that. If, I, if I'm feeling down and depressed, I might want to listen to something that's on that type of mood. If, if I'm feeling like I just want to worship God, I might feel like I want to listen to something like that. So I think that's where cats are trying to say it, but it's like, why listen? Why try to listen to Christian music if you don't want to hear about the central message of the gospel and about Christ? It's like, it's like saying, hey, I don't, when I pick up my Bible, I don't want to read about Jesus. I just want to read about a good story. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, it's kind of like, well, duh, this is the whole point is to learn about Jesus. Now, yeah, you know, yeah, that, 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 that's, that's a fascinating way of, of, of putting all of that because it's not saying that you're not saying that, hey, all that other music needs to be cut off. You need to, you need to just listen to just me. It's just saying that, like, this is what, as a, as a Christian, you should expect. Yeah, like, what do you expect? Like, you should, you should expect to hear. And now, I've, I've said this for 15 years, and this is where, like, I, I you know, shout out Hazakim, who just dropped their Origins album, is like. There, that's an example of creativity. I've always thought there needed to be more creativity within that biblical worldview. So, biblical worldview is the mandate. Now, within that, there can be all types of different, different songs and creativity and wordplay and double entendres and personification and stories and parallels and analogies. And that's something that I think has grown throughout the years like it used to be like okay every song sounds the same even creativity wise and I felt like okay we could kind of expand upon this and then you had cats like Fanatic putting out whole thematic albums about a pool party or a pizza party and tying in the gospel in it you know what I'm saying or you got how the team now making songs about the human brain like it's it's just bad ones yeah, <laughs> or you get ridiculous. you had Chai, he put out a whole album called Stories, and every song was a story, and then it had, um, you know, a dope biblical worldview or gospel um, implications and whatnot. And so the creativity has grown, but I, sometimes I wonder, like, what are cats' appetites like? Um, to me, it's a bad sign if you never want to hear about Christ and the gospel, you know, because that's what even Paul says, like, I, I need to remind you of these things. We need to be reminded of the gospel. I need to be reminded of the gospel. We need to preach the gospel to ourselves, because if not, we'll get into a works-based mentality or a self-pity mentality. So I think it says something like if, if your appetite is like, dog, I don't want any healthy food all I want is junk food. All I want is Doritos and Skittles and candy and desserts. Like if your kid tells you that, you're gonna be like, dog, you need some nutrition. You need some, you need some meat. You need some vegetables. You need some salad. You need some wholesome stuff 
some wholesome food. If someone's telling me they don't want any Christ in any type of music, it's kind of like, man, what's your diet like? How healthy are you? Yeah, yeah, that's good. But I, no, I, just, I, just, I just thought that was you know, interesting, man, and I'm glad to kind of hear your thoughts on that. I, I, I think I think you, I think you really brought up a, like a very important uh, piece to it that like yo like the gospel is the most important thing I think a person can have in life, uh, but there are other things in life, and I like that you know what I'm saying, and and it's not like having those things are not necessarily. Uh, in and of themselves, even I remember having like a legalistic uh, like attitude about it. Like, man, if it ain't got you, I don't want it. But like, no, you're right. There's sometimes like, like if I'm getting ready, if I'm having a romantic evening with my wife, you know, I'm I'm not gonna be playing Amazing Grace. Uh, you right. Know, you know what I mean? I mean, it's just that's just not it. I'm playing something that's gonna be a little bit more along the lines of Song of Solomon. You know what I mean? Where <laughs> you know I'm gonna be doing yeah. some Luther Vandross or something like that. You know, and I and I, and I dig that. Man. Right. Um, I, I think. Um, you know, I've been see, I, it, you know, we see this lately in like in a conversation, in the conversations about, oh, what should constitute as Christian music. And I know I talk to my kids all the time about it. You know, like I, I feel like, like we live in a day and age where the term gospel and Christian has been thrown around so loosely. Um, you know, um, where like I mean, people call stuff gospel music, and you go and you listen to it, and it's like there's no God. Like case in point, Snoop Dogg's album. Uh, called the uh, the Bible of Love or whatever that is, you know, as everybody was calling it a gospel album, and and I listened to it, I gave it a chance. I, I didn't hear not a lick of gospel in it. Uh, right, no, right. no, uh, no conviction, no, no call for repentance, uh, no uh, pointing to the Savior, you know. And, and so, to, so where I tell somebody in Arby, yo, that's not that's not a uh, that's not a gospel song. That's not that's not a gospel record. That's not gospel. That's not the gospel, you know. what I'm saying and so forth. Um, but yet, people were branded as such, man, and, and uh, like the lines have gotten blurred over what biblical Christianity is. And, and I said this to a friend once, man. I was like, I said Christianity has become about the only institution where anybody can stake a claim to be a part of, and nobody will t- challenge them on it. They just be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> you're one of us, you know. You could walk into a neighborhood yeah. of blood and be like, I'm, I'm a blood, <laughs> you know, just about the blue. Like, nah, they're gonna they're gonna challenge you on that. You know, you can walk into a Mason, yeah. uh, a Freemason, you know, assembly and be like, yeah, I'm one of you guys, and they not challenge you on that. But, like, with Christianity, you can walk into a church and be like, hey, I'm one of you, and, and apparently we're supposed to just accept you. And, and I find that, uh, I find that troubling. Yeah, like, one of the lines on my new album is, um, I certain, I, it, it talks about, like, examining our hearts. So I say, no matter your content, examine yourself care about God or just managing sales no matter your content examine yourself you care about God or just managing sales so like you could have really dope content and be Christ centered and preach the gospel but at the same time you want the approval of man and you want to be on the charts and you want to sell like because it's not just the content it's the heart it's the intention like we got to check we got to check our motives in doing the music because I've seen guys who have had really good content and material and gospel, but like the album doesn't sell well and they're bitter and they're ready to leave the faith. And like, I've really, I've seen that. I've really seen that. Um, yeah. That's just something else to add, add to that. 
is checking our heart's motive. Yeah, true that, true that. So, I, I, and that's, you're bringing up a good subject, man. You know, uh, the work that you've been working on. What, let's, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, what you got coming for us? Yeah, so my new album is coming out Friday, uh, February 22nd. It's called Glory Thieves. Uh, the premise behind it is that we're all made in the image of God. We've been made to glorify God, but due to the fall of man, we've all, each of us has gone astray. We've gone after our own way. Um, we, we love our sin, and we, in essence, want to be God. And we, we try to push God off of the throne and try to put ourselves on the throne. And this is particularly prevalent in hip-hop culture and even in Christian hip-hop or rappers who are Christian it's become more prevalent than ever before which is why I felt the need to make the album and so um, 1 Corinthians 10.31 tells us that in whatever we do whether we eat or drink do all into the glory of God and you know in Galatians uh, Paul says you know for am I seeking the approval of man or, or of Christ if I was seeking the approval of man I wouldn't be a bondservant of Christ and so in hip-hop the trend is to boast about self when Proverbs 27.2 tells us, let another praise you and not your own mouth. So don't boast in yourself. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24 talks about, let not the mighty man boast in his might, nor in the wise man boast in his wisdom, but the, let the one who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows God. And so it's just something in, in hip hop, we're inclined to want the glory, to want the praise. If you listen to secular hip-hop, the entire song, people talk about, I don't want to hear Christ because it gets repetitive. If you listen to secular hip-hop, 90% of the songs are about how dope some aspect of them is. Whether their skills, whether how much better of a rapper they are than you, they got better producers than you, they make more money than you, they got more girls than you, they have more jewelry than you. They got more cribs than you. They got a better business plan than you. They got a better record label than you. Everything is about comparison and about how much better they are than you are. And in essence, they should be praising God, but instead they're praising themselves. And so in essence, we're all glory thieves in that regard. And we're also all glory thieves in how Whenever we sin, we're actually being blinded to the glory of God and thinking that sin is more pleasing and more satisfying than the glory of God. So the album definitely does take a look at hip-hop culture and see how cats are doing that wrong. But the album also looks at myself and my own heart and like when I struggle with sin, how, man, I'm being blinded and I'm not looking at Christ as beautiful as the cross as beautiful um, and so I'm looking at different biblical stories to see like what stories in scripture can we see examples of this you know ultimately there's there's also Christ and he's the ultimate um, he's the ultimate glory king and he's also the ultimate example of one who did not steal God's glory but Satan is the prime example of one who did and so I have a song on there um, talking about that comparing and contrasting Christ versus Satan 
So I'm very excited about the new album, um, just artistically. I do think it's some of my better work from what others have been telling me. And it's very aggressive. There's some very aggressive songs where cats who do Christian hip-hop or rappers who Christian, they really need to hear it. Um, I'm very passionate about it. And I'm excited to let people hear the music um, for Glory Seeds. Okay, man. You know, no, actually, man, I'm, I'm excited about a project like that, too. I like this. It's, it's amazing because like what I'm seeing is, is these days it seems like uh, some of the guys like like you who have been doing it for a while are kind of stepping up and they're saying like yo like um, some, somewhere along the lines we're falling off and it's like you're kind of giving like a like a good rebuke or you're reminding everybody like who really owns this and that's uh, I think man like now more than ever is needed I, I mean and there's a lot um I mean, like, as you were talking, like, I was just thinking about, like, um, like, just even in our society, because you, 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 cause you're saying, really, like, like, how it is within the industry, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's almost like, it's all, it's like, all of that is, like, it's, it's reflective of our society as well, man. Uh, uh, people don't really uh, care for the image of God uh, anymore, uh, and let alone his glory, um, and, and, and so forth. And so, like, yeah, I think that's, it sounds like it's about to be a very timely album. And uh, so we're definitely looking forward uh, to, to hearing it, man, and, and hearing all the work. Uh, any uh, features on this album? Yeah, it, there are some features. It's probably not as feature-heavy as some of my other previous projects, but um, I do have my brother on there, Timothy Brindle, and um, he's actually been on every one of my projects. Um, I did a jam for the first time ever with Braille, who's one of my favorite rappers from Humble Beast. Um, and then there's a cat named Chris Jones is on a hook. He does stuff with uh, Christ centric. Yeah, another, shout out um, Chris Jones. That's my man. Yeah, yeah. And another bull from my church named Ant Coughlin is on it. He's been on some of Shy's projects in the past. Um, hey, as a matter of fact, is, is that is that the guy? He was on uh, uh, as the moment draws near. Somebody I forget how that what the name of that song is. is yeah, that him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen I've never yeah. seen a picture of him or anything. I, I. I. But I'm pretty sure, like, if I'd have heard him, I'd have, I'd have recognized the voice, and I'd have been like, "Oh yeah, I know." Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then um, there is there's a singer named Eric McAllister on there as well. Um, and then some of the producers I have on there is uh, Big Juice, who goes by Alex Hitchens now. He's done some stuff for me in the past, and for for a lot of cats like Sizzle and whatnot. Um, T. Wyla, one of my favorite cats. Braille did some beats on there as well. Um, and this dude, uh, you know, Average Joe, he's my main in-house DJ. He's been on almost all my projects, I think. So, yeah. <coughs> Those are some of the yeah. cats. He's sure they want so, That's what's up, man. It sounds like it's about to be a really, really solid project, man, because you make the solid cats who... Who um, we have a lot of respect for in this community. Um, like I said, Chris Jones, my man, uh, your brother Timothy. He was he was on here uh, last year, man. Uh, very, you know, what I'm saying you can almost tell that you guys are brothers, man. Like you guys kind of got like that. Uh, I mean, it's like you got your own style, but like that's uh, your passion and your heart uh, for God and for God's people. Uh, it just resonates in the way that you guys talk. Uh, just uh, real quick. Thank you. I like to, yeah, I, one of the questions I like to ask um, everybody who comes on here, man, 
uh, who are you listening to today? If you're listening to anybody, or uh, who are some of your greatest uh, influences uh, that 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 made a mark uh, on you and the way that you do art, and so forth? Yeah, I would say um, early on, I was heavily influenced by a lot of the cats from Philly because I live. I went to college at the University of Delaware, and then I would come up to Philly on the weekends a lot because there was a lot of concerts. So that, those were cats like Jay Silas, who's Jay Johnson now, Shy Lynn, R. Swift, Redeem Thought, The Cross Movement, Fanatic, Truth, Ambassador, Tonic, um, True Life, um, those type of cats, Defy Life. Those were the main cats, Act Davis. Those were the cats who I was really influenced by and um, doing concerts with and things like that early on. And then now some of the cats who I listen to more are, you know, still those cats as well. But um, like Hazakeen, uh, God Over Money crew, so Dayton, say about a corner, Bizzle, Bumps. Uh, I've recently got more into Seven, who I think is super talented. Um, Jay Monty, this cat from Boston named Caleb McCoy. So those are the, some of some of the cats who, who currently I've been bumping a little bit more. So there okay, is a remnant. Yeah. There is there are still some cats out there who are Christ centered. Although yeah. it's uh, it's it's really common now. Like you were talking about earlier about like even in secular hip hop cats are just talking about themselves and boasting. It's gotten more common now rappers who are Christians to just start boasting like it's cool and I'm like man you know in scripture it's not called cool it's not it's not like hey this is just okay you know in scripture it's it's deemed as don't do that um, right so yeah, yeah. you know I, I've noticed that too man I, I mean you can say you just you just hear it and for me honestly like it's really a turn off um you know, but um, but nevertheless, you know, it's like I try to be, I try to be gracious, you know, I, you know, with it, it's, but it's like, yeah, I, I do hear it a lot more amongst cats who are professed to be Christian, and and it, and it is kind of strange to me knowing that uh, what the Bible says about boasting and so forth, and I think, and it's and it's weird, man, because like even when they do it, it's almost like they try to do it in a, in a, it's, it's I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. It's like they try to soften up the boast. Yeah, you know, I, you know, it's like it's a, it's a boast, but they try to soften it up so it doesn't come off as a boast in the way that the secular people do it. You know, it's it, it's weird. I, don't, I I can't even put I can't put words to it, man. But it's like it's, it's it's weird. But like, yeah, it's it's nonetheless it's boasting. You know, um, I know what you mean. But some cats nowadays are not even caring. They're just saying like, yeah, I am a dope. That that's why one of my lines is like. Um, in CHH, how is it accepted? And when I look in scriptures, it is wicked and wretched. Like, mm. it's accepted, but it's like, not when you look at it, as you said, not when you look in the scriptures. Yeah. Wow. I'm looking forward to this album, yo. Hey, can you let the people know where they can find you or your work, uh, where, where, they can, uh, where they'll be able to pick up this album, when it's coming out, all those types of things. So your, your handles, you know, like the, your, uh, your social media handles and um, expected uh, time of arrival for your album and so forth. Yeah, so the album's dropping two two two. So Friday, February twenty second. 
It's going to be on every single digital media outlet you can think of. It's going to be on iTunes. It's going to be on Apple Music. It's going to be on Amazon, Xbox Music, Google Play, Rhapsody, uh, whatever else title, whatever you could think of. It's going to be there. So just search Believe in Steven, Glory Thieves. It'll be there. If you're a type of cat who um, likes to go to Bandcamp, it's uh, believeinsteven.bandcamp.com, soundcloud.com slash Stephen Brindle. And then all my social media is at Believe in Steven. There's no G, so it's B-E-L-I-E-V-I-N. And Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N. Everything is at Believe in Stephen. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. That's the Facebook fan page. All of that. So you can hit me up on there. Follow what's going on. I got some visuals. A uh, lyric video that just came out. Um, a promo video that's coming out tomorrow. And a music video that's going to drop the day of the video. I mean, a, a video that's about to drop the day of the album release. That's what's yeah, yeah. But hey, so. real quick, I meant to ask you, uh, is there a, uh, is this, is there a, a label to the album? I mean, like, like, is there, are you with the label right now? Great question. Or? It, it almost popped off for this album, but it didn't quite work out. I'll just say that. So okay. There was no, discussions. Thought- yeah, there was discussions. There's no bad blood. It just didn't quite work out with just the group. Yeah, it, so it'd be like the that label, <laughs> I put out stuff as my own game time recordings. I'm just putting it out through there. I can dig it. I, I, that was just that's the, the second curiosity thing for me. So, uh, but yeah, man, you guys, y'all been listening to Believe in Steven, Steven Brindle. Uh, definitely somebody that you guys want to make sure that y'all cop in that album. I know for a fact I'm going to be looking for it on Amazon because that's why I try to keep all my music all in one spot so I can put stuff on shuffle. But uh, you make sure you guys cop that album, Glory Thieves, coming out February 22nd, right? Did I say that right? February 22nd? Yes, you all the way on there? point. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, February 22nd, Glory Thieves. Be sure you guys check his uh, social media links, uh, so forth, man. Let's support good music. Let's support solid Christians. Uh, by the way, you guys have been listening to Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. Uh, we are the child of the bar podcast in which you can check out my man Dwayne Atkinson and whatever teacher he's interviewing uh, for that week mm-hmm. and so forth. And make sure you uh, check out thebarpodcast.com Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Check us out on Facebook at the Bar Podcast. Uh, hit the like button. You know, follow us. Check out. Check us out at uh, oh my goodness, I forgot the bar gear. You know what? If you get to any one of those sites, you should be able to find our gear where you can get yourself some nice bar podcast gear. Uh, you might even, if you search around hard enough, you might even find you a nice little T. Barlow shirt. It's one of my shirts I wear when I go to my concerts. All the money and proceeds go towards trying to make this a better show for your listening experience. Um, and then when you get done checking all of that for the bar podcast, please make sure you go and start uh, check out the page that started it all. That's the Be Not Deceived page. And that's on Facebook. That's how me and Dwayne started off. It's the Be Not Deceived, uh, ran by my brother Jonathan Walters these days, but nevertheless, it still exists. Uh, go check that page out. That page is all about exposing false doctrine, whereas the Bar Podcast and Bars is all about exposing sound biblical teachers and artists and so forth. So 
uh, T. Barlow, T. Demars Barlow on Facebook, T. Space, D-E-I-M-A-R-I-S, Space Barlow, B-A-R-L-O-W, uh, at T. D. Barlow on Twitter, that's T-D-E-I-B-A-R-L-O-W. Uh, same thing on Instagram. You know, holla at your boy. Yeah. Get on there, find me, uh, check me out, Sermon Audio, uh, T. Barlow, St. Matthew Missionary Baptist Church. I think I just gave y'all everything that I have. Be on the lookout. I know I've been saying this for a minute, but I got music coming out, okay? And I don't want y'all judging nope, me, nope. but it, co- <laughs> it, it costs to make music, and I got a family mm-hmm. of six to feed. So, mm-hmm. so you know, man, I'm doing my best, but y'all keep me in prayer. I got some stuff coming. I got some, got a couple of projects in the works, and I got somebody mixing music for me as we speak. So be on the lookout for new stuff, man. Uh, I hope you guys uh, support me, support my brother, uh, believe it, Steven. Yo, Ivan King, he was on a he was on a show a few months back. Yeah, uh, uh, my man Tony was on the show a few months back. Grab the album Origins. You would not regret it. I, I put I put my money on it. Not if you love Christ, you wouldn't regret it. Yeah. So having said all that, having said all that, man, thank you again for listening. Grace and peace to you and yours, and y'all be good. For they love the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. John 12:43. We all gotta check our motives, man, including myself. Who's getting the glory and shine when we make music? Is it us or is it God, Joe? We love the praise of men more than the praise of God. We say we praise him, but really wanna break from God. Cause we're depraved and flawed, our ways are wrong. You think my sayings are, but then we claim church is boring and it's way too long. But we rarely say that when the game is on. How come? And we rarely say that about some babes and thongs. Could it be that your refusal to stand for God's glory is cause you want the approval of man? Is it? And if you are to stink, you'll be losing some fans. Cause they might not buy your product nor be choosing your brand. The world hates Christ plus the news of his plan Because it loves sin and they doing their thing uh, They want a Christ that allows them to be Straight up stuck in their sin and live how they may please They don't want a Christ who got rowdy decrees And they don't want a Christ that makes them bow to their knees They want a Christ who was down with the steez But tell them deny self and the bounce on the flea Loving comfort and pleasure more than they loving God It's a narrow way, road to destruction is broad be independent, be dependent, heed the lesson, he's perfection, flee depression, whenever I seek his presence, his glory he will not give to no other, his glory is the highest, we have to go under, let's be honest, if you're pompous, he could offer us in a second, and he wants us to be modest and not godless, when approaching God, modesty is required, ask Nadab and Habayu, they got caught up in the fire, it's clear a prideful heart is not what God desires, we need to be humble like the prophets and messiah. When you get the props, does he get any credit? Or do you say forget it, you're tremendous, he's neglected. Who gets the glory when you're spitting your bars? Who gets the glory, are you lifting up God? Who gets the glory when you're ripping it hard? Do you give it to yourself or do you give it to God? Who gets the glory when you're spitting your bars? Who gets the glory, are you lifting up God? Who gets the glory when you're ripping it hard? Do you give it to yourself or do you give it to God? We live this life for the likes and the follows And uh, we 
live this life like there's no tomorrow Despite the plight of fallen earth and its strife and its sorrow This life isn't ours, nah, this life it is borrowed We want the props and the recognition Sometimes we even stop and we forget we are Christian When our album drops, we're like, you better listen Say it isn't hot, though, then we're steady dissing Look at our thoughts, you'll see we're wretched sinning We want our spots on charts and television I don't wanna argue whether God is mentioned But we gotta ask ourselves what's our heart's intentions No matter the topic that we start addressing Does God get the glory? That's the obvious question We gotta ask what's the motive of our songs Are we willing to change if we notice that it's wrong? Who gets the glory at our shows when we go on? Who gets the glory when we're flowing all night long? What's scary is even if Christ is our focus We trample his glory if in our lives it is focused wow. We trample his glory if we get self-righteous And look down on others Pharisees felt like this But we trample his glory if we're ashamed of his name And the chase from our fame is straight up making us change So I say and proclaim that our savior does reign God deserves the glory and he's made it so plain No matter your content, examine yourselves You care about God or just managing sales No matter your content, examine yourselves You care about God or just managing sales? No matter your content, examine yourselves. You care about God or just managing sales? Who gets the glory when you're spitting your bars? Who gets the glory? Are you lifting up God? Who gets the glory when you're ripping it hard? Do you give it to yourself or do you give it to God? Who gets the glory when you're spitting your bars? Who gets the glory? Are you lifting up God? Who gets the glory when you're ripping it hard? Do you give it to yourself or do you? What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there